On today's Friday Fire, we talk about the concept of not succeeding because you are unwilling to fail. The fear of not being good at something. And the reality is, you're always going to be bad at things the first time you do them. Or at least you're not going to be an expert in them until you do them consistently over and over and over again. And sometimes it really is just about that consistency and being vulnerable and willing to get uncomfortable to get out of the toxic comfort zone that you may be stuck in. Live your life within the moment, moment. And don't go wait until the morning, morning. You never know when it is over, it's Friday. It is time to give you some Friday fire. Some tough love. Yes, yes, yes. Maybe speaking to myself sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I will be honest. I the, So this is something that I was thinking about because I was listening to Hormozy this morning, who I literally could listen to all the time. He is so good at speaking, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, he's a writer. I mean, that's kind of like what he... Yeah. He does so well, obviously. But before then he was a salesman, so he's great at communication good, in terms yeah. of he's just a good relationships. Yeah. Yes, he's a good communicator. And he was talking about using your pain. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people try to be something they're not when, you know, they're on social media and they're trying to, you know, sell something, whatever it might be. Um and I was trying like I always try to come back to like what is my pain? And this morning, after the gym, I was like, my pain is that I want to live this life that is stressful, that is not conducive to health, (laughs) that I work out because I love working out, that I eat super healthy, great, but I still want to be lean. But I need to find this, like, I'm trying to find this line that I can walk where I can do all the things that is not conducive to being lean or healthy, but that I can still be lean and healthy. And I was like, this is my pain. My pain is that I want to, I want to run a business. I want to be a good mom. I want to be a good wife, but I also want to be really healthy. And you guys, let's be honest, like all of those things don't, usually the reason people come to us is because they're running a business, trying to do all the things and they've ran themselves into the ground. Yeah. Well, and I think there it's too, like for me, I'm going to add on to that. Like I want to have fun. I want to be able to go and have fun. I want to be able to go on vacation and enjoy it. And I mean, the last few years I have, and I don't gain weight and it's great because again, it's like that balance where, I mean, I have a client, she's going to an all-inclusive and we're going again. And she's like, what's your plan of attack? And I was like, honestly, my strategy is I keep my same morning routine. I start my day with vegetables and protein. I eat a light lunch because I, A, love shrimp tacos, and uh, B, I don't want to feel bloated and stuff at the pool. And then dinner is my enjoyment. Mm-hmm. And I really think you can get far with that. But also when we look at like the health side, like technically, right, we're exposing ourselves to seed oils when we're going out to eat, yeah. right? We are having um, poison if we're having wine or alcohol or whatever it might be. And so it's like this fine balance of like you, and I do believe in living. And I think that there can be the sweet spot, but obviously it's, it's not like an everyday type thing. And and so it is, um, all the things you want to be healthy. You want to be fit. You want to be lean. You want to be strong. And a lot of times those things don't really go together because as we found out in what we're calling our deeming our skinny girl week era, Hmm. squatting is not as easy as it used to be, but I'm also lighter. So it's like, what, what do I want here? Right. And so it's, it's, it's also having that come to Jesus that you also have to 
look at these things in priority and then go through uh, the person, uh, the um, periodization of the seasons, mm-hmm. you know, just like we do with uh, clients, right? Where we're going through phases and then we have a phase where we are in either, you know, a deficit or a weight loss phase, working on, you know, fixing dysfunction. And then you might go into a building phase. Mm-hmm. I'm in the building phase. It's a lot more fun than the really tough, mm-hmm. crazy protocols were. Yeah. But it comes with a cost too, because then it's like, well, dang, the scale's gone up two pounds. Mm-hmm. And mentally it's it's a mind fuck. It really oh, is absolutely. what it is in a lot of ways. Absolutely. So, I talked to one of my clients the other day and I was like, you know, regardless of what we work on emotionally, mentally, and, you know, all of the things around I'm okay with my body, every female wants to weigh less. In the like yeah. deep down, deep down, do not effing lie to yourself. You want to like you want that scale to read as low as possible. And for some people, it is two to four pounds. Like mm-hmm. I have had those conversations, and so then it's taking it back to okay, well, then what do you truly want? Do you want the strength? Because I've had to have that conversation with myself and a client recently. Okay, yeah. so you recognize if you want the strength, you want to build some muscle that requires more energy, more fuel. That is going to lead to more energy being stored, aka glycogen, and you're going to see an uptick on the scale. So I like one of our mentors had a great idea and apparently they're making that technology for it, a scale without a weight that tells your coach or your practitioner what you weigh, but it doesn't show you because I think women especially would derail themselves far less if they weren't looking at that number on the scale. Going off of how they felt. Going off how they felt twofold, right? They would recognize the wins that they've had mm-hmm. because they don't have anything they're telling them this number that they just basically grabbed out of the sky, most women at least, Mm -hmm. arbitrary number that they think they should have in their mind, right? Um, And they would focus on all of the things that they need to do that would get them to their goal, irregardless of what the scale says today. And they would recognize along the way all the positive things and they'd be happier. But on the flip side of this, they wouldn't Mm self-sabotage. I know I wouldn't because, oh girl, when I saw those low, low numbers, I'm like, Yeehaw, we get to party now, you know? And then you self-sabotage in some ways. Yeah, absolutely. I I completely agree. And so, you know, I think one bigger thing that a lot of people, it it keeps them from accomplishing that like next level is that we live so cautiously because we are afraid to fail. We are afraid to try something new. We're afraid that it's going to not work out as well as that thing in the past that worked for Mm -hmm. us that we're stuck with that we're like, I, when I worked out seven days a week and two hours a day, I was lean and I got compliments and I liked that. Mm -hmm. It wasn't healthy. I was maybe miserable because I was super restrictive, but we hold on to this, like, that's what success was and that's what it has to always be. And we're unwilling to accept that something else might also be able to give us success that is maybe healthier, that is maybe very different than what that was. Maybe less. Maybe less is more. Maybe that that saying exists for a reason. But the thing is, is that it is impossible to live without failing unless you live. So there's a great J.K. Rowling quote. It is impossible to live without failing at something unless you live so cautiously that you might not, you might as well not have lived at all in which case you fail by default. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, like, I wouldn't know where I'm at now, which is honestly, like, I was not this small other than when I was training two hours a day. Very unhealthy. I would say that I'm probably a lot healthier now 
mm-hmm. in terms of like hormone levels, my lifestyle, my balance. Yeah. Then when I was training two hours a day, six days a week, and my rest day, I would go for a 5K run because that was my rest day. Like, you I were am, a little obsessive. I was, I was a little obsessive. Just a little bit. And, and I don't think Liz actually knew me in my truly obsessive, truly obsessive error. No. But it was. But like, I, I mean, I, I mean, even through seventy five hard, you had some of those tendencies kind of come back in mm-hmm. some ways, right? Because obviously that kind of forces it, and it does bring out that competitiveness. But you know, I also think about this in terms of other things in life. So if you are, for example, afraid to go on dates, like I was, okay, well then you need to accept that you're probably going to have a harder time finding a significant other or a spouse, right? To have the relationship that you desire, but yet you're unwilling to do the thing that would bring you the relationship. Like maybe go up to, you know, go out to some meetups, maybe be open to a blind date that your friend set up for you or go on an app or whatever it is that they do these days. Christian mingle, whatever. (laughs) Raya is what Kristen Cavallari does, guys. I was telling Liz that I listened to this. Kristen Cavallari has this podcast. By the way, it's like a really well-rated podcast. She does really well. She's super famous. I'm sure it does. It's so trashy and I love it so much. And it's like when I cannot, my mind like can't take any more ounce of knowledge from like educational podcasts. I listen to her podcast and it's just such a nice breath of fresh air. Melissa and I have talked about this. Our, our practitioner Melissa sent me this article that basically talked about why really intelligent people like trashy television. And it's because we like seeing people that take these ridiculous risks that we would never take. <laughs> and like, it's basically- but they just don't, they don't care because they're not there to people please. No. Right. Like they've already made it. And so it's like, they're going to be their authentic selves. Yep. And that, for example, is going to repel a lot of people. It's also going to bring in a lot of people. And we haven't found that yet because I think there's still that, you know, voice in the back of my head, even though I've become more and more outspoken. But yeah, I'm not into trashy TV. I'm into the things like Squid Games, which are ridiculous and annoy me from a competitive standpoint because half of the ship wasn't even competition. It was chance. But I was addicted to it and I had to finish it. Yeah, no, her her podcast is really funny. But Raya is a dating app, I think, for like celebrities slash famous people or really yeah, successful you gotta have people. Like a certain income level so to I get think on there. You have, you have to apply to it and like be accepted into it. Yeah, and you can't screenshot anything on it. Like it's been. But she talked. I don't know. Anyway, interesting. Um, you mentioned dating apps, and I immediately well, I'm just went thinking there. like a lot of things that people want to succeed with. Okay, so we could also spin it this way. I was thinking about this before. Um, you know, on our break before we started recording this. Think about where we were in 2015. This was even before we met you, but I was still trying to do videos mm-hmm. and content and like create all of this stuff. Horrible. Like, honestly, I see them come up on it's my so Facebook, even the ones that we were doing. First of all, we look orange. I don't know what we were doing with the lighting in my basement. Second of all, I'm never, ever recording Again, when I am that pregnant, and I know you feel the Mm-mm. same way. We have way too are, we have way too many saved videos somewhere of me like eight months pregnant that need to disappear. But listen, it brought value to somebody, right? At exactly. some point in time, because we were making we were showing up when we were doing the thing, but we would never have gotten better. It's all about the reps, right? Mm-hmm. How many repetitions are you putting in? How many times have you, uh, you know, done the podcast and? shown up to the gym or, you know, chose the salad. It's all about the repetitions and the more reps that you put in, the easier that it becomes, the better that you get at it. Right. And so I think this can be applied to all areas of your life. Like if you are not successful at something yet, it's because you're unwilling to be bad at it. And I think that concept is so good. Like I'm unwilling to get over 
the fear of failure. Mm -hmm. I'm unwilling to accept that I'm not an expert. I have imposter syndrome, right? A lot of people will become paralyzed by the imposter syndrome. There's no way that I could talk on the subject because so-and-so knows so much more than I do about it. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, but do you know more than the person that's maybe listening to you right now? Probably for the majority of them you do. And maybe you brought value to them. Maybe that sparked an interest for them. Think about our clients, right? I have a couple of clients. I know you do too, who have now um, signed up for like Vince's program at Metabolic Mentor University. Great, because now potentially they could work for us someday, right? They could be part of our team because they see how transformative this work is. No, they're not going to be good. The first time that you write a meal plan or whatever it is that you do, it's going to be atrocious and that's okay. You have people there that then can help you and guide you and provide feedback and make it better, but you'll never succeed. That's a guarantee. You will never succeed if you don't at least show up and try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, Lifting I mean, weights. Yeah. When, when you let fear run your life, you're living reactively. You're not, you're not living proactively. Something else is running your life and it's not going in the right direction. Like you spend the majority of your time probably focusing on problems the risks that would happen if you tried to overcome those problems and worst case scenarios rather than like, how do I win? Because the truth is, if you fail at something for long enough, you're going to learn from those failures and you'll eventually achieve long-term success. Like experts are people that are basically making mistakes constantly in a narrow field. And so then they become ultimately experts in that field. I mean, that's why the people that are, I think the people that succeed the most in their business as like CEOs are people that have been through that problem themselves and they created a solution to their problem. And so they then know a lot more than someone just that's good at running businesses. You know, like they, they have the expertise of the failing in what they experienced. And so, I mean, that is why Liz and I are in the quote unquote, like expert areas that we are. Liz Mm -hmm. dealt with constipation. I dealt with hormone issues. Like that is why I believe I became so obsessed with it and wanting to know so much about it because y'all I'm still failing with it. Like, let's be real. I'm still going through the ups and downs. Like I said, trying to find that line of like, how much can I push my body and not totally burn into the ground? I think it's it's always going to be a fine balance for females, especially with the society that we live in. And we've talked about this before because the demands on our body for multiple reasons are much different than they were when we were staying home, taking care of the household, bearing multiple children while the husband was either away at war or away at work or whatever. And also we didn't have all the shit that we have today in our food and in our environment in terms of pollutant, toxins, herbicides, Mm -hmm. all of those things. So whatever your stance on that, that's fine. But what we do know is that it is a burden to the body. It's external or internal stress, plus a lot of other things that we, you know, just have been exposed to for years and years and years. And, and when you try to do all and be all like one of my clients, we were talking this morning, super bubbly, really nice, so fun to, you know, talk to her and have conversations with her. But when we really boil it down, there is so much that the human body can take and emotional, you know, a system can take before you recognize, like, I can't keep putting on this facade or I can't keep adding things to my plate when I'm already feeling like I'm drowning, even though on the outside, I'm putting this big smiley face on, right? You guys have have heard me before too talk about like, some days I don't show up on social media on my stories at all. Mm -hmm. If I don't have the mental capacity to be there, because I'm serving my clients like yesterday, 7.30 in the morning, I started my day and then I went to Ninjas and Marcus and whatever and wrapped up and then 
had to pack and all of this stuff. I hadn't been on my social media at all. And I was like, well, I'm packing right now. I can show this, but it wasn't anything that I was coming on. That was like, I'm going to wow you guys with like some expert gut health, uh, education today, because at the end of the day, I gave all that information to my clients mm-hmm. during the day and on our team and all of that stuff. And I think that's okay because if you expect yourself to do all, be all, all the time and you never admit that you are human and that you are going to have times where like, I don't have the creative juices or, Hey, you know, like when I was going through my simulated fast, I cleared my whole day. I couldn't, and it wasn't fair to my clients to show up and not be a hundred percent for them. But I also physically couldn't muster up even the energy, especially the brain power to do those things. And most people, and, and I understand when I say this, that some people don't have the ability to do these things because of maybe a lack of support or significant other or whatever the case might be. But also there can just be cases of stubbornness. Don't ask for help and they don't slow down and they just keep saying yes, 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 yes. And then at the end of the day, the week, the month, whatever, they just find out that they're burnt out. Now they resent their job. They resent their kids, their spouse, whatever it might be. And I just think it's important for females, especially to understand the reason why we have a lot of the dysfunction, the disease, the symptoms that we have, it is because we lack taking care of ourselves first. And so, you know, if you followed us for a long time, we always talk about you are your first priority. Then it's God, your spouse, your children. That's what, you know, we believe in our system, our belief system, because if you're, or I should, let me backtrack. I messed this up. It's God first. Okay. <laughs> At least in my life. Okay. Let's, it's God first. Then it's you, then it's your spouse, then it's your kids. And the reason why we kind of put that in order is one, I think believing in higher power is really, you know, important. Um, I don't know where my life would be without that faith Two, if you don't take care of yourself, you won't show up as a good wife and you won't show up as a good mom. You just won't. You'll be unhappy with yourself and therefore you're unhappy maybe in your marriage because you haven't had sex in six months because you don't want to get naked or get frisky with your husband because you're all kinds of bloated and don't feel good, right? And that can come down to you're not drinking the water. You're not making time to sit down and eat your food. You're not getting the right nourishment in your body, right? There's a, there's a lot of things that go into that or just even taking the space that you need, asking for the help that you need. Hey, I need to go to the gym for an hour. Can you watch the kiddo or can we alternate or how can we make this work, right? What schedule can we work out here for me to know that I have that time, that space for me to have that outlet, even though we don't want to think that exercise is a stress reliever in a lot of ways it can be because you're mentally then just focused on moving your body, doing something for yourself. And so if you find that that's you, my challenge to you as we go into 2024 is to say no more often. No is just a one one word sentence. And also to ask for help and to start to be selfish because you think that it's too selfish for you, you know, to ask for time to go to the grocery store, but that's going to benefit everybody else. I guarantee you if, if you start being selfish, you start putting yourself first, you start addressing your needs and your priority, your relationship with your spouse will become better and your relationship with your kids will become better because you're going to be nicer. When they're screaming in your face, your central nervous system is going to be able to handle it a little bit better rather than you snapping back and screaming at them. Because let me tell you, if you have little ones, you know what we're talking about. When is the F me fours? Mr. Marcus is 14 years going on 40. Carson's like, better at parenting Taylor than I am. 
It's, like, it's wild, but you can handle those things better and be mm-hmm. more resilient because you took that time for yourself. And exactly. so I, I guarantee you, if you were to become selfish, more selfish, and you were to get over the ego of, I'm going to be really bad at something when I first start, because I know nothing about macros. I know nothing about calories. I know nothing about whatever it might be that you're going to start working out, right? Squatting. That's okay. This is your starting place. We all had our starting place. It should be scary. Like it, if, if it's not scary, you're not taking the right mm-hmm. action. No, you are not. You're you're staying in a comfort zone that is toxic, that is keeping you unhappy, that is and you make excuses for it. You know, it's not the right time. It's the holidays, right? There's there's too much going on. I I have to take care of my kids. I have I'm so busy at work right now. I just I can't do that, right? It's that living in this world of toxic negative thinking. And I, listen, I am not immune either. Like I catch myself all the time in those places where I have to talk myself out of it. I have to find positive. That's why I start my day every day with the hard things that make me feel like I've already accomplished a lot, whether it's a workout, I do cold bath in the morning. I often do um, some type of movement or like meditation, (laughs) reflection, reading passages from the body, like whatever it is. I do that in the morning so that I can start my day in a good place because a lot of times if I just let myself wait, like I do not anymore, no matter what day it is, I do not wet myself just wake up with my kids or with my husband. You don't don't wet yourself wake up? Wet? Let myself wake up. (laughs) I don't let myself wake up because I know when I do that, I'm like, fuck, I have no time for myself right now. Mm -hmm. I have to take that time in the morning. And for most moms, that's the time. Like- decision fatigue is real. By the end of the day, you're not going to want to, and you're going to make excuses for it. Like even the strong-willed people will. And that's why morning times are the most helpful in that sense. But you have to be willing to do things that you're afraid of doing. There's no other way. Also cost you some sacrifices, right? Like if you need that time in the morning, then you're going to get up earlier. Like for example, Marcus is back on his waking up at 5.30, 5.45 in the morning. So it was like this morning I had calls again starting at 7.30. We have a crazy day. I'm not going to get home and sit down at probably 9.30 tonight if I'm being realistic. Okay. What can I do then? Because I was starting to get a little bit frustrated this morning with certain things. All right. I'll curl my hair. You'll watch your show. I'm going to listen to this while you watch your show. And then I thankfully had some calls this morning that I could do while walking. So then I felt good. I got 45 minutes of walking and that's better than nothing. Right? So sometimes it won't happen perfectly, but then it's the pivot. It's the now, what can I do? Because this is still important to me. I knew if I didn't move my body in some way today, I was going to be crabby. We're also flying tomorrow. I know that, you know, for the half of the day we'll be in the airport and then on the plane and then we'll be active and that's fine. But I don't want to have a couple of days of like no movement that's intentional. Uh, Yesterday morning started at 26 degrees outside because I felt like I needed that cold exposure. And so you will have to make sacrifices and it won't always be perfect. And then you're going to have to pivot and that's all right. And I just, I think that a lot of people, it's that all or nothing still, that mentality. If I can't do what Becca does at 5 a.m. for that 90 minute uh, morning routine, well, then I'm just not going to do anything. But there are so many things that you could do that you could even sprinkle in throughout your day in terms of like, hey, after lunch, go for a 10 minute walk, whatever that looks like for you. So it's going to require you to make massive changes that you're afraid of doing and you're going to suck for a while. Then you get better at it. And then you're like, wow, now I can take on something else. And then you'll do that and then you'll get better at it. And then before you know it in life in general, you're going to conquer things a lot easier. Like we're being challenged and pushed 
And next year, 2024 will be a bigger year of growth for us. There's a lot of things I'm not good at that I know I'm going to be asked to do or I'm uncomfortable doing, but I'm going to figure it out and then I'll get better at it. And I'll look back and think, oh, why was I so afraid to, to do that thing? right? What was um, that mental block that I was having or that emotional block that I was having? And then on the flip side of this too, you're going to have to just be willing, think from a physical, emotional, uh, and priority standpoint to make some big changes, whether that's with your schedule, it's your habits, it's your routines. It's you being vulnerable and asking for help or saying, hey, not now, I can't do it right now, but I want to get to this place and work towards it. You're going to have to be open to doing that because a lot of people can't even commit to getting their water in consistently. And it's hard when you you can't even do the simple things to expect that you're going to do the big things. Mm -hmm. And those are things that, you know, Becca and I have learned over the course of time, not just with our physical health, but also in our business. Like you got to... You got to master the little things and then you get to the big things. There's a, a scripture and I don't know exactly um, what Bible verse it is, but it talks about if you, God gives you a kingdom, right? He's not going to give you more than like you can handle. And if you don't take care of that kingdom, he's not going to give you a bigger kingdom, right? Like imagine if you had a 2000 square foot house that was just trashed and destroyed and you didn't keep it clean and tidy. How do you think you're going to take care of a 4,000 square square foot house and keep that clean and tidy, right? You, you got to take care of the things that you do have and do the things that you can do, such as, you know, supporting your body with the right food and nourishment and hydration, because that's the vessel that you have. You want a better body, you want a better vessel, then take care of the one that you have. And that's how you get that better vessel. So that's our tough love for you guys today. Next Friday, uh, or excuse me, next um, Monday, Christmas day, we will be airing a recast. Um, and then we will be back with you right after Christmas, next Wednesday.